0: Tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, got three great questions from three super smart people. One question is gonna be involving the recently released Department of Labor guidance on adding cryptos to a 401k plan. The second will be about completing a W9 form for a self-directed IRA LLC. And the third question we will talk about, or I will answer question on, donating cryptos or IRA on cryptos to the Ukraine. So this is going to be a fun packed episode and uh, let's buckle up and get right to it. So the first question comes from Facebook and this individual wants to know, does the new Department of Labor guidance on cryptos impact IRAs? So recently the Department of Labor came out with guidance. This was March 10th, 2022 about 401k plan investments in cryptos. And just right off the top to keep things super straightforward, the release did not mention IRAs. Okay, it's called compl- Compliance Assistance Release or CAR number 2022-01. So CAR number 202201, and it is guidance. And basically in sum, what it says to 401k plans. So it mentions the DOL has jurisdiction over ERISA type 401ks that means 401ks where there's non-owner employees like ira financial or tesla or apple so if you have a solo 401k where there's only owners or spouses of owners and there are no non-owner full-time employees erisa doesn't have jurisdiction over that plan so whether it's an ira or a solo 401k this guidance does not impact those types of plans this guidance only impacts multiple employee 401k plans. And essentially what it's doing is it's urging extreme care, caution, if you wanna offer 401k participants cryptocurrency investments. So it's not a prohibition, it's not a ban on offering cryptos in a 401k plan, but the words in quotes, extreme care. And basically what they're saying is this, if you're a trustee of a 401k, So let's say you're the owner of the business or you're appointed as a trustee of the plan. Like for example, in the IRA financial plan, I am the trustee, you have a certain reasonable care, certain level of care you need to offer the participants. So whether it's working with a financial advisor to offer a wide variety of safe um, investment options for your participants, you do have some type of responsibility to the participants. So they're concerned that if you offer your participants access to cryptos, there's obviously more risk, more volatility. There's an education um, level uh, some some individuals may not have. There's also custodian um, you know challenges in safekeeping ke- and uh, administering the cryptos, and then there's also you know unknown regulatory um, issues that potentially could pop up. So they're basically saying, listen. If you're a trustee of the plan, you're on notice now, urgent notice that you should provide and go forward with extreme care. Okay. So it's not a prohibition. It's not a ban on offering cryptos in a 401k plan. We do in IRA financial. We allow our employees to buy cryptos in their IRA and their 401k. We make them sign disclaimers and obviously we, we try to educate them. But as the trustee of the plan, this Compliance assistance release number 202201 is telling me, Adam, you have to proceed with extreme care. Why you're a fiduciary, you need to make sure that there's um, a level of understanding and education to the participants and watch out. It's a shot across the bow, basically saying, Hey, you're on notice now. We may be coming down with with more guidance. So, again, not a rule banning cryptos in a formal K, but it's a hey be on the lookout for potential future um, information, future guidance, and we're watching this, so be careful. So just wanted to basically start with that question. It's an important question because again, the DOL rules just came out on March 10th. They do not impact IRAs or solo K, So I just want that to be clear, <clears throat> but it's important that people understand if they're in a 401k or more importantly, if they're a trustee of the plan that they're Are risks in allowing 401K participants to invest in cryptos and you should proceed with extreme care. Second question, this question is from Jerry G. And this question is, I have to complete a W-9 form for my self-directed IRA LLC. What name do I use? So this is a great question that I get quite often. Um, And just to start, what's a W-9 form? W-9 form is not a tax return. It's just an information return to essentially prove that you're not a foreign person. So if you do an investment in the United States and you're a foreign person and there's no tax treaty between the foreign jurisdiction and the United States, technically the investment provider vehicle is required to hold back 30%. That's called backup withholding. Why? Pretty obvious, right? The IRS is basically saying, "Hey." We don't have connections with that jurisdiction so we better take our tax money now because if we don't we're never seeing it again because we have no jurisdiction there's no reciprocal um rights under a treaty to go after these people so they want to grab their money now now in the case of an ira don't have to really worry about a foreign person why because iras are us persons so there's two different ways to fill out aw9 and it depends on if your llc that's owned by the ira is a single member llc or partnership, multiple member a single member llc is treated as a disregarded entity for tax purposes it means it's a tax nothing so on line one of the w9 you do not put the name of the llc but you put the ira so for example ira financial trust company for the benefit of adam bergman ira that would be on line one you would then On line two, leave it blank. Line three, under the exempt pay code, you put a one. Box four, you can put an A under the FACA code, even though the IRA may not be involved in foreign investments, you can still put the A there. Use the address of the LLC. Well, actually, you can use the address of the LLC uh, even in single member or multiple member LLCs. And you would use the tax ID number of the IRA, not the LLC. So this trips up a lot of people. Single member LLCs, an IRA owns 100% of an LLC. The instructions on the W-9 are clear. <clears throat> Line one needs to be the name of the IRA. And then you're gonna use the corresponding tax ID number of the IRA or the IRA custodian. You do not use the IRA LLC or the LLC tax ID number. Use the tax ID number of the IRA if it has one specifically or the IRA custodian. <clears throat> and then you can sign the W-9 as the manager. Whereas, if you have a multiple member LLC, or the LLC is owned by two or more parties, i.e. two IRAs, line one would be the name of the LLC. You would not use the IRA name, you would use the LLC name, because it's a partnership. It follows a 1065 return. You then use the address of the LLC. You can also put in box 3-1, again, exam payee code, box 4-A, and a, and you use the tax ID number of the LLC, not the IRA. So that's the distinction, of course, sign it as the manager of the LLC. So that's the the main difference between a single member LLC and a multiple member LLC when doing the W-9 if you have an IRA. If it's just an IRA investment and they want you to fill out a W-9, then it's like the single member LLC, although you're not going to use the address of the LLC because there's no LLC. Use the address of the IRA custodian, and then you can have the IRA custodian or you can sign it as the IRA owner. Again, it's not a tax return. It's just to prove to the investment provider slash the, the manager of the investment fund that, hey, I'm a US person, so don't take away 30% is back up holding. But Jerry G of Tulsa, great question uh, on using a W-9 uh, with an IRA, I'll see how to, how to complete it. Uh, very good question. And the third question, final question of today's episode is from Julie K of Mountain View, California. And Julia Kay, I should say, Julia wants to know, can I donate my IRA cryptos to Ukraine? Or the people of Ukraine. So, great question. I've got a lot of these questions over the last three, four weeks since um, the um, you know the incident in Ukraine involving Russia <clears throat> has uh, transpired. There's been a lot of people wanting to send money, even IRA-owned cryptos, IRA-owned assets, to the people of Ukraine. So, the question is, can you do it? So, the answer, like I kind of do always. Sorry, it's my training as a lawyer. Yes and no. So These are the IRS rules for making charitable donations using an IRA. If you're over 70 and a half, you can do up to $100,000 directly from your IRA to a charity. That is non-taxable. So It's like a requirement on distribution. It covers up to 100K of an RMD. Um, Even though the RMD age is 72, this rule is still 70 and a half for some reason. They'll probably change it to 72 to reflect the new RMD rules. But essentially, if once you're over 70 and a half, you can send up to 100K a year to a designated U.S. charity, 501c3, and it's not taxable. You don't have to take a distribution to pay tax on it. And it also up to 100K satisfy any RMD for the year. So that's a nice thing because you don't have to pay tax and you can just allocate it directly to a charity. But if you're under 70 and a half and you want to send IRA money to a charity, it's kind of difficult and very tax inefficient. Essentially, you have to take a taxable distribution. So, if it's a pre-tax IRA, tax. If you're under fifty-nine and a half, tax, and a ten percent penalty, and then make a personal charitable contribution to the charity. So, you get a tax deduction on that end. You're going to be paying tax on the IRA end. So, it should be a net net tax neutral neutral, I should say, transaction. But if you're under fifty-nine and a half, that ten percent penalty. You know, we'll add additional tax to the scenario. So, not as tax efficient because you still have to pay tax on the taxable distribution. If you have a Roth and you're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open at least five years, that works. You can pay, pull it out tax free and just send the money to uh, a charity, 501c3, um, that, that helps Ukraine. So, the distinction from the IRA standpoint is if you're over or under 70 and a half, and then the rules uh, follow suit. Now, should you um, donate out of the IRA? Um, listen, it's a great thing that you want to you know give money to charities, um, whatever your cause is. Um, but it's probably more tax efficient to do it with personal funds. Why? Because you get a tax deduction, number one, straight away. And you don't have to take a taxable distribution if you're under 70 and a half. And if you're under 59 and a half plus, so it's much cleaner, it's just a tax deduction, you don't have to pay a corresponding tax on the distribution. Plus, when you raid your IRA, you basically are reducing the amount of potential tax deferral compounding returns that could be generated in that IRA. What other wrinkle I'll throw at you? You should make sure the charity is US-based, 501 Can you give money to a foreign charity? Yeah but you may not get a tax deduction if it's not a 501c3 and you can ask the charity to provide evidence that they are 501c3 plus if they're a foreign charity they're not under the jurisdiction of the IRS so they're not regulated you, you're less clear if they are actually going to be doing what they say they're doing from an exempt um, you know purpose standpoint so you may be donating money to a foreign charity who says they're going to help the people of Ukraine but maybe it's going into someone's pocket Whereas if it's a US charity, it's less likely because the IRS has to provide tax exempt status. There's a 990 tax return that's filed each year and there's oversight by the IRS into these charities um, in terms of audits to make sure that they're actually pursuing their exempt purpose. So number one, I would not use your IRA. If you are over 70 and a half, it could work. You have up to 100K and you can satisfy the RMD and not pay tax on the distribution. But if you're under 70 and a half, especially if you're under 59 and a half, I would not do it. Um, I would use personal funds. And then if you want to help the people of Ukraine, I consider donating to a U.S. charity. A lot of U.S. charities are now um, going to be sending money uh, to uh, to Ukraine. So I would go through a U.S. charity. That's three. Number one, you get the tax deduction. Number two, you, you probably have more comfort that the money will be going to where you think it will be going. Now, can you just donate? IRE money or cryptos or or other assets to a foreign charity? Yeah, you could, you're not gonna get a deduction. Assuming there's no prohibitive transaction rules, there's no disqualified person issues, you don't run that charity. Yeah, you can do it, but it's basically just gone, right? It's like you threw your your money into the ocean. You're not gonna see it again. Yeah, it's commendable that you wanna do such a nice thing. Um, And it could be something that's dear to your heart and important but you may want to use personal funds because at least you get a tax deduction, or even if it's not tax deductible because it's going to a foreign charity, at least you're not losing or raiding your IRA and losing the the power of deferral and compounding returns because you're using taxable income instead of uh, tax deferred or tax-free assets in the case of the Roth. So Julia, it's commendable to want to give money to the people of Ukraine, but try not to tap in or raid your IRA if you could. If you can't, if you're over 70 and a half that could work, you can give up to 100 K if you're under 70 and a half, you know be careful if you're under 59 and a half it's not going to be a tax neutral transaction you're going to be. Um, down from a tax standpoint, because you're going to be paying additional tax uh, compared to any um, corresponding tax deduction you would get from that contribution, but anyway, great questions um, today um, just to recap. Does the new DOL release on cryptos impact IRAs? No, IRAs are not um, mentioned in the DOL. Number two, the W9 and the self directed IRA LLC. Remember, if it's a single-member LLC, you uh, would put on line one the name of the IRA. If it's a multiple-member LLC, on line one, it's the name of the LLC. And then uh, give me money out of your IRA that you create. Be cautious. If you're over 70 and a half, you can do another IRA. Under 70 and a half, try to watch out. Could be a tax um, uh, problem. And then also try to donate to a US charity that's regulated by the IRS, a 501c3. Not only get a tax deduction, but probably a little more comfort that the um, money will go to where it uh, should be go. So thank you uh, for all the participants that send in questions. If you have questions and you're shy, you can do it anonymously, don't worry. Send it to Info Diary Financial. You can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Facebook. Um, So uh, love to hear from you guys and really um, have really great questions in the queue. So gonna be some really good episodes coming up. So don't forget to subscribe. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I will talk to everyone again next week.